share my pet peeve about fancy microphones in meetings or things like this? Sure. You may. My pet peeve about fancy microphones is that you can hear people swallowing all the time, and that just bugs the crap out of me. I'm sorry. It's the worst. It's like a weird mix of either you hear everything or you hear nothing, Mm -hmm. you know? We sound okay? Mm -hmm. Do I sound too sensitive? Can you hear all my mouth sounds? Is it bad? No, I've not heard any mouth sounds yet, so we're safe. And if you hear my mouth sounds, please tell me so that I can take this off. I just don't want to do that to you. No mouth sounds, everybody. I feel parched. All right. Welcome to Ravnica. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all so much for joining me on this lovely adventure in one of my favorite places. I hope you don't jostle the bug people garbage men too much. They're very sensitive. So... Yeah, everybody wants to say where you're from and a fun fact about yourself. It's like college icebreakers. Why don't we start uh, with Rachel? I will be bastardizing a Russian accent the entire time. So you all apologize to those people. My name is Nirakov. I'm from the Silenzia Conclave. I love the ballet and vodka. I've never loved you more. Hi, Nirakov. (laughs) Hi. You're safe here, Nirakov. Oh my god. (laughs) Next. Elisa? Hello. I don't have a fun voice for this one, but my name is Katerina Novakevna, and I am from the Orzhov Syndicate. And my fun fact is that I chose the cantrip mending specifically so that I can keep my pantsuits absolutely perfect and flawless at all times. So no matter the scuffle, I am prepared to look fierce. Wow. Joshua? Yes, that is me. My character is Zija Nodov. I am in the Boros Guild. And a fun fact about her is that she's obsessed with having armor and weapons with names. So it can't just be like a regular greatsword or regular longsword. Like every armament or piece of battle weaponry has to have a history and a name. So this is a self-insert for you. Because you, you can't tell me you wouldn't do the same thing. Oh, I would totally. I mean, if I owned a sword. First off. First step, I have to own a sword. I would give it a name. But the problem is, like, I have a lightsaber. I don't want to give it a name. It's a lightsaber. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you found my weakness, damn it. Wow. Get him. And how dare we all pick such terrible names to pronounce? There is no way I'm referring to anyone by name all night long. You jerks. Wait, Josh, what was your character's name again? Yeah, what the heck? Zizia? Zizia. Isn't that a pretty name? They're a bunch of sadists. Will you also be butchering a, a vaguely Slavic accent tonight, Josh? I think so. I think I need to now. I implore you to. I thought about changing my accent. Ryan's is easy, guys. Are you also Russian, though? No. I'm just a celloist. My expertise in music is definitely a little more metal-ish with a cello involved. We get a little darker tone. I like to incorporate my suffering into my music. My name is Cinder. Mm. That's gonna be easy. A complete edgelord. I love him. Did we all arbitrarily choose Russian, or was this a choice? I subtly led you all to this conclusion. No, <laughs> uh, you all really did this on your own. I found a Ravnica like name generator, and a lot of the options were just Russian. So it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> all right, let's hit it. What is hopefully one of the last cold nights of the year descends upon the city as a rust-colored sun tucks away behind the skyline. There's no snow left on the ground, but a damp chill clings to the air. Before you stands a building made of dark wood with wrought iron fixtures. An eerie red glow is cast onto the street in front of you from the tinted glass window panes, and you hear the muffled sound of music coming from within. The building extends over the lip of the fourth district, hanging over the smelting quarter below. A pair of wooden dragon wings jut out of the roof, and between them the words, Hellkite Club, burn in midair. So. Which one of the three of you is the most punctual? Definitely me. No doubt about it. It's definitely No doubt about it. There is no question to it whatsoever. What's our order of arrival, if you will? I feel like I would fall in a, a strong middle arrival. Not super lame like the first, but not too late, but cool enough to show up when people right. are there. Like if Zizia is early, then you're like 
on the knob. I definitely was planning on a seven minute late entry. So this oh, works out very well. Seven. Well, long enough for you guys to find the table and be ready for my entrance. So you walk into the, the Hellkite Club, right? It's a busy night here. Tiefling waiters carry trays of smoking drinks to tables and small imps and fiends hang from chains on the ceiling or scurry about your feet looking for loose coin purses. Upon presenting your ticket, you're escorted by a large bouncer with a black and red mask which covers the top half of his face down the stairs. You walk past the main stage where it appears someone from the audience has been strapped to a spinning wheel and is having knives thrown at them to a private booth overlooking another smaller stage. There are a few performers fire dancing to the sounds of an electric string quartet. There is one hooded figure seated at the table when you arrive, Zija. I, I look around at my surroundings and am a little disgusted by just the, the silliness of everything going around me. Too chaotic, so I just kind of bolt towards the table in a very discreet manner. Discreetly bolts. Clang, clang, clang. 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 Yeah, I was about to say, she tries to be stealthy, but the chain does not help with that at all. You um, abruptly bump into one of the waiters and he goes, hey, watch it, and carries on his way. Sorry, sorry about that. The hooded figure extends a hand for you to take a seat at the table, but doesn't look up at you. It just is holding a glass of red wine in front of them. And then you see, would you like to introduce your character, Rachel? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, Nirakov. He's a very large minotaur. He walks into the bar. He is seven feet tall and about 250 pounds. Big old curling horns. Brown, kind of shaggy hair, very moss green eyes, you know, the kind you can just fall into. He has half plated armor and like a Spartan kind of skirt. He's an attractive fella. And he's the type of guy when you look at him, you know he has a suit and tails just tucked away somewhere for that special occasion. Amazing. So as Nirakov approaches the table, you find the same aforementioned brown hooded figure. Josh, it's your turn to describe your character, who's awkwardly sitting at the table. Very good. Uh, this is this is a strange situation for me, no doubt about it. You see before you a uh, very uh, pale woman standing about five foot eight, with a uh, bright red hair, cloaked in this full knightly armor, with a fur coat behind her, and her her uh, yellow helm shines really impeccably. The shine of her character is definitely contrasting to a. Uh, is this very uh, different place for the uh, a, a chaotic uh, bar, if I say not? Do you two say anything to each other as you sit in this awkward silence? Hello? Are there any more to arrive? I, I'm not entirely sure. I'm just here to find answers. Just uh, kind of keeping to myself a little bit. The hooded figure will swirl their glass on the table, take a sip, put it back down and just, like, thrum their fingers on the table. Are you the mysterious figure who sent us the raven? They nod. Mm, not a very chatty person. Let me get us drinks. What would you like? I see you already have one. What about you, shiny woman? Thank you. Uh, that, is, that is quite kind of you. Um, I will... Uh, some, some kind of wine variation, something that is uh, very uh, formal in sense. Something to give me a, 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 a feeling of uh, control in this crazy place. A wine variation. You, you call over one of the, the waitresses. It's like a sort of fuchsia-colored tiefling. She's got like a little mini skirt. She's chewing bubblegum also. <laughs> she says, what do you have? For the shiny woman, I would like your most expensive red mixed with your cheapest white. And for me, vodka straight. Okay. She walks away to go fetch your drinks. At this time, Katerina will have finally made her entrance. Elisa, would you like to describe your character? I would like nothing more. Picture the world's sharpest bob and go from there. I'm a human about 5'9", black hair, bitter coffee, brown eyes, and a very tailored pantsuit that is so sharp. And I also have super sharp nails that are painted bright purple. And as I enter the room, I would like to cast Thaumaturgy so that the lights flicker a little bit as I enter and approach the table. I'd like to award you inspiration. Use it as you will. 
<laughs> wow, so early. Thank you. I'm just happy to be here. A power move. So I'm going to walk over to the table uh, because clearly this is the sketchy crew uh, that I'm supposed to be meeting. And I throw my ticket on the table and I say, is this where I'm supposed to be? Can we get this over with, please? Because I have a lot of business that I need to attend to tonight. The figure will gesture to one of two empty seats left and then snap their fingers. And the same bodyguard from before is going to approach the stage right as Cinder finishes a beautiful painful cello solo would you like to describe your character ryan do you guys know the band skid row sebastian bach you ever heard of him i've heard of skid row him only with black hair so i'm picturing he's human he's very charismatic very handsome dark dark black hair like long hair he's wearing a black leather outfit kind of like a vest on the top with the sleeves cut off and um underneath the vest he has like a mesh shirt too you know one of those metal mesh shirts oh yeah Like he's going to the club after this. Yeah, (laughs) He is in the club, but hey. But after this club. The one that he doesn't work at. Exactly. Yeah, but he's uh, he's just kind of a a regular size guy. He's not like huge or anything. He's just kind of nice and fit. Yes, you are beckoned. I'm not happy. So I sat down at one of the seats, but I'm like trying to keep my distance from everyone else. And like my arms are crossed and across my legs and and my foot's tapping. I clearly don't want to be there. The party is assembled around the table, and the tiefling waitress shows up, hands you a strange concoction of white and red wine, and a double shot of vodka for Nirikov. Mm, thank you. This drink speaks to my heart. She like sort of bumps into you, uh, Katerina, as she drops off the other drinks. What do you want? She chews very erratically. Uh, I'll just have a water, please. No, I said, what do you want to drink? And I said, water, please. I'm sorry, was that beyond your comprehension? Should I spell it out for you? She gives you the hand. Cinder, the usual? Definitely. Martini, just a little bit of dirty. You know, I want two olives, no more, no less. That'll be good this time. Oh, this is the last time I'll be in a place like this. How's it taste? It's <laughs> weirdly, with the combination, it's really bland, but Zija likes it at the same time. <laughs> It's so bland, she likes it's, it. It's a steady constant for her. It's like, oh, this is pretty good. Thank you. Zizia strikes me as the kind of person who likes boiled foods. Oh, totally. What well, you said you wanted a wine concoction, so this is what they came up with. So the figure, finally seeing you're all here, lift their hood. They're a very slight man with elven features, long brown hair, and brass-rimmed glasses. Other than that, they have very nondescript brown clothing. He swirls his, his glass of wine and says, I'm so happy that you all could make it here today. Man, those are some nice glasses. Thank you. I had them made special myself. Anywho, enough about me. An excellent performance, Mr. Cinder, as always. Thanks. Yes, Thank I you. must say, I appreciate the quality of the music. I mean, I knew what you all would like, so that's why. Oh, he's a bold personality. He can afford to be so bold when he is so right. Do any of us recognize you? Feel free to roll a check. Let's do the first roll of the game. <laughs> you could all roll a history check if you'd like. That'd be fun. Oh, I get a big bonus on this. Oh, you're a smart little nerd, aren't you? Still got an 11. Ooh, oh, I also got an first 11. First roll of the game. Oh, in darling. 20. That's amazing. Ryan wins the game. Rachel? 13. So, Cinder, you know him as someone who comes to your bar occasionally. You see him with random people. You never see him with the same group of people twice. He's always having weird sort of shady meetings. And you know he only goes by the name Slip. He swirls his glass somewhere. I know it really was a tragedy what happened to poor Rebo Flint's shop. No. And I know... No one here is guilty, and he'll give Katerina a bit of an eye. Although there is reason to suspect many people, and many of your guilds are interested in knowing the truth behind the matter. Do you dare accuse my guild? Do you not also share some shred of doubt, or else you would not have come? How dare you? Don't compare Rakdos to Boros. It is not appropriate, but continue. I don't need your permission, girl. Anywho, if you wish to know the truth, I have some informants that I believe could give you the answers you're looking for. 
I traffic in information, you know, but when it comes to boots on the ground, so to speak, I am a bit lacking, which is where all of you come in. There's no way of tracing any of you to each other, because you're all perfect strangers. And so this is the perfect opportunity for us to really sink into what some of these guilds are up to. If you're interested, I have some tools that may be of help. And he holds out his hand, it's got four earpieces in it. They're brass like his glasses that curve around the ear. These will allow you to communicate with each other telepathically and send me messages as you might need my help later on in the evening. They called the spies murmur. You might like this, but this is very this is very shiny for me. I'm uh I'm gonna have to paint this or something. He puts them out on the table. But spasiba. Duh. So, will you take the spies murmur? Nirokov reaches out, grabs one. You find that regardless of your ear size, it does adjust. Almost magically. I'm not taking it right away. Sir, do we know you? Because you said they rave into my home, and I know a lot of people around the area, but uh, your face does not seem incredibly familiar. No, a man in my capabilities tries not to be known, if you understand what my meaning is. I do. But I'm still a little fuzzy on the interest in the explosion. Hopefully by the end of the night, all will be revealed. Hmm? I know just about as much as you about the explosion. That's not true. I know one more thing. Mr. Flint had contact with quite a few people on the night of his untimely demise, one of whom also enjoys your performances, Mr. Cinder. But it appears his time in the Hellkite Club is coming to an end, and he points to, across the bar, to about a late 30s, early 40s man, salt and pepper hair, sort of gruff, average Joe type, who's standing up and putting on his coat, looking like he's about to walk up the stairs. I fail to see why we should need your help at all, let alone why we should work together. I think that the syndicate can handle our own business by ourselves. Do you want the syndicate to know that your botched shakeup ended up in the death of Mr. Flint? I can make the rumors disappear, or I can make them be true. I don't think you need to worry about my business. I think I can handle that on my own. Well, your business is walking out of the club, and then he'll stand up. My business here is done. Have a good evening. Call me if you need me. And he'll also begin to walk out. But I love a good treasure hunt. Shall we? I'm not even going to talk to any of you. I'm just going to start following the, the guy in his 30s and 40s. So is he out of the building already? Not yet. He's headed up the stairs. In what way do you wish to pursue him? Okay, so I'm going to go kind of right up behind slash next to him. So I assume you'd have to walk quickly to catch up and burst through the crowd, right? Ooh, yes. So you can either do an acrobatics check or a stealth check. Oh, oh I need to be stealthy. So acrobatics. You literally flipping over tables. <laughs> yeah, it's super cool. 22. Holy fuck. Amazing. You are gaining on him quite quickly. Now, do you wish to alert him to your presence or not? Not until I'm right next to him. What are the rest of you doing? Are you just watching her go AWOL? I am watching her walk away. Nirogavi digs his vodka, slams it back, puts the glass on the table, looks at the other company and goes, <laughs> my god, that woman has a mouth as sharp as her pantsuits. I will definitely stand up then. I'm not trying to be stealthful at all, but I do want to try to get close to where she is to try to hear right. okay. any bit of conversation that I can. Is there another band or something going on that I am like can pay attention to? Yeah, I would say that the rest of your your quartet is now a trio, and so they're just like hanging out, doing some other stuff while you were having this meeting. So you can by all means pay attention to them instead. Cool, cool. Okay, so I rolled an 11 on my stealth. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Mm. I will roll his perception check. Please be a dummy. He has disappointed me for the last time. <laughs> he also rolled an 11. <laughs> can we do a roll off? Yeah, let's go. The last time? This is the character's first exactly. roll. <laughs> I got a 17. You turd, I got a 13. Oh. So as you go ducking and weaving through people, you hear the waitress Trixie going, Hey, are you going to pay for your drink, lady? And as she says that, you see this man like turn around and clock you. You like make dead eyes. And he knows immediately something is up. And he starts busting ass trying to get up these stairs. I would like everybody to roll initiative. 
What? Are we fighting so soon? Whoa. It's not necessarily a fight, but it is a contest of athleticism. Mirkov goes, oh, <laughs> I guess we go now. <laughs> so, 25 through 20. 21. Wow, Elisa, please. 15 through 20. 10 through 15. Oh, no. <laughs> 5 through 10. I got an 8. All right, six. 8, 7, 6, 5, 3, oh, 9. That's not the way. Ryan got seven. All right. Nirakov and then Cinder and then Z- Zoj- Zoja? Zisha. Damn it. Katarina, you get the first move. This man has sprinted to the top of the stairs. I'm going to put you at like the bottom of them. I'm going to cast a spell, guys, for the Ooh. first time. I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. Which, if it hits him, should do some damage, and then it also, he's like glowing so that we can follow him. He will sparkle. He will sparkle like a vampire. So make that ranged attack. Yes! Oh my gosh, that's exciting. 24. That will hit. Roll your damage. And it's 19. 19, holy shit. And he's glowing. And so the whomping commences. So... Right as you reach the bottom of the steps and he's cresting the top, you launch out this acid green bolt that shimmers and it hits him square in the chest and knocks him back towards the wall as he like glows faintly with this like acid color. He looks very hurt. He's quite stunned. He's like a poor regular person. (laughs) Knowing that he has been fully made, he is going to start flipping shit and causing a scene as he tries to escape. So he's flipping tables over, and in the process... Oh my god, I forgot to describe my favorite part about this bar, but you're going to find out. It's called the Hellkite for a reason, folks, and that in the main chamber as you walk in, in a suspended cage, there is a small dragon. Way to bury the lead there! That's scary. I forgot that part. It's really cool, it always draws a crowd, but in this moment, it's not so great. As you see, the ensuing ruckus is really riling up the dragon, and it's starting to get a little bit angsty, a little bit more than like a regular Rakdos party would. You hear a big crash. Because none of you are up there yet, so I guess we'll see what happens. Nirakov, it's your turn. I think Nirakov would like to use his movement and run into the room just to see what's up. Up the stairs, yeah, yeah, you see... Lots of fire everywhere all the time. And that somehow the cage of the Hellkite has become loosened and it has crashed to the ground. The iron bars that were holding it back have been wrought open and now there is a loose dragon in the bar. I hate to see a creature in distress. It probably took your action to run like the whole way up the stairs and to the stairs from where you were. But if you would like to do anything else, the floor is yours. Do I see the person? You see the green man, yes. He's like starting to make his way towards the door as he's causing a, a ruckus. Ooh, okay. Mirkov would like to take a hand axe, but he doesn't want to hit him. Mm-hmm. He wants to hit the door in such a way that the guy can't open it. This is a very precise move. I'm going to need you to make the roll at disadvantage just for the aiming purposes. Come on, Rachel. 14. I was going to call it 15 before the roll happened. So I want to say it's so close. You do hit the like the door frame right next to it. It sends a couple splinters everywhere. And the man is very terrified because it like goes past his face as it heads towards the door. And he looks up at you and is like, what the fuck? Hello. You might want to stop running. Next up, Cinder. Okay, can we say that he's opening the door as I cast the spell? We may. So I want to cast Phantasmal Force, and I'm going to create an illusion on the other side that there's something like like an even bigger dragon that he has to like really, really fucking worry about. So, he, of course, he's not going to want to go out that door. He opens the door, sees the giant dragon, and shuts the door. And then does like one of these against the wall, like... <laughs> he's having a really bad day. <laughs> Poor salt pepper, man. All right, Zizia? Analyzing after taking probably about 30 feet of movement, do I have enough range to try and grapple this man? No. 
Because so the way that it's structured to me is like there's the front door and then there's the whole first room, right, which the dragon is in. And then there's the back stairs, which led down to where you guys were. Okay. When I moved 30 feet towards the ruckus, do I see the man still? Yes. He's there panting next to the door. Can I see the dragon? Oh, you can't see the dragon on the outside because that's an illusion. You see the dragon on the inside. Yeah, I for- <laughs> the in- indoor dragon, not outdoor dragon. The inside dragon. The house dragon. train dragon is the one that I'm intrigued by. Can I try to perceive what is the more threatening situation at this moment? Um, make an insight check, because you're going to try and glimpse the, the true meaning of things. The tru- what is the truth? Oh, that's not bad. Uh, uh, 15. So you recognize the dragon as a distraction. I will then stand by ready to tactically make my next decision when my turn comes back around. Katarina, it's up to you. This man is green and glowing. I'm going to cast hold person. Sounds good to me. What's your DC? 14. Oh, he got a four. He's there gripped by fear. And then all of a sudden he's actually gripped by magic. (laughs) So you see these gold chains of light come up around his ankles and they bind his arms almost like he's fused to the wall. I'm going to start like moving towards him. There is a dragon. Good luck. I'm going. You can either try and walk past the dragon and see what happens to you. What's your move? I was just going to like start the movement. Start the process. Yes. Okay. Waiting for other people to join me. <laughs> I see. Endeavor. All right. There's like a crowd surrounding the dragon. You're like on the outside of the crowd. We're moving. You're on the way. That is his turn, so he's going to repeat his saving throw. He rolled a 14. So with my plus two to wisdom, that will free him. That's all for him. Now it is the dragon's turn. Dragon? The dragon seeing you approach and viewing you as a fierce warrior woman is going to turn and breathe fire at you. It's the pantsuit. Who all would say they are near to Katarina? I feel like I'm still at the table. Since I was initially kind of getting close to listen in, I assume that I would probably be near her. So I won't put Cinder in this, but the other three of you make a dexterity saving throw. Not the dexterities. Anything but them. Come on, buddy. A 13. 10. You all fail. We are toast. Well, hey, great game, guys. (laughs) I found your weakness. It's dragons. You all take 30 fire damage. Wow. I rolled really well. I rolled like three sixes. Oh no. It's going to be a good night, folks. (laughs) And we're dead. (laughs) End of episode. And that's it. That's the dragon's turn. I'm going to roll for the handlers to see if they will restrain said beast. They do manage to get a couple like ropes. Because it lunged to breathe fire at all of you, it left its neck exposed, and now it's got a couple ropes on it. They're starting to take care of the situation. Nirakov, what's up? Seeing the Rakdos beast handlers trying to get the dragon under control, he's going to hop in, grab a rope, he's going to help. Can you make an athletics check for me? I rolled a nat one. Oh, I hate to see it. Yeah, no, that's not going to be it. And now the dragon looks at you like you did a bad thing. No, sweet creature, I'm trying to help. It like snarls a little bit. Cinder, what's up? So I'm going to cast Unseen Servant. I'm going to have my Unseen Servant go and grab me another drink while I'm here. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to shout to Nirakov and be like, you're doing great. I'm back here. I can't get up there, but I'm giving you all my support. And so I'm going to give him Bardic Inspiration. There it is. Ah! I love that. Oh, I feel a strange kind of tingling in the back of my neck. Do you want, I can neck. play you a song. <laughs> Do you know any classical music? Perhaps Drakowski? Who's Drakowski? Oh. It's Dragon Drakowski, obviously. Famous dragon composer Drakowski. He sounds Polish. Drakowski. He sounds Polish. He is Polish. Polish. Ski is Polish. It's not Russian. Yes, it is. That's true. Although I have a friend named Seleski, and he turns out was Russian all along. All right, Zizia, it's up to you. There are a lot of people she can analyze that are on the dragon, but that guy, very few people are on, our salt and pepper man himself. Mm-hmm. Do I have enough movement to be able to grapple this man? You do. You'll make a lunge. Because the dragon has been somewhat subdued, it won't get the opportunity attack as you run by. There's a plenty of other foes. Very good to hear. So make that grapple check, and I will make the appropriate roll in response. Ooh, Do you like how secret. vague that was? Which ability does he have? Oh, 24. 
Holy shit! I rolled a nat one. Oh my! I break. <laughs> you <clears throat> too tight. You put him back into the wall. You are staying still. Please let me go. I don't. Please, no. What do you want from me? I, let me be. You must answer questions for us first. You must stay still and hear. And I feel like really good about what I did, so I use my bonus action second win to gain some hit points back. That's fair. He's not going anywhere. I feel really good about what Zija did. Okay, let's see how many hit points. I will get 15 hit points back. I rolled a Ooh, 10 on my d10, so Look at you. Nice. All right, Katarina, what's up? Okay, cool. So I'm going to go up to Zija and Salt and Pepper Guy, and I'm going to cast Command. So I'm going to say follow, just to Salt and Pepper Guy. All right, I will make the wisdom saving throw. That's a five. Yay! So you see Salt and Pepper Man, his eyes go like a little bit cross-eyed for a minute. He is charmed. He says, oh, all right, Bob Lady. He will try and break free of the grapple to follow you, but he can't right now until Zija decides to let go. Okay, Zija, I'm going to put my pointy fingernail on the side of Salt and Pepper Guy's neck, and I'm going to say, walk with me. I'm going to try and get you to follow me out the door. Let's check in with our other friends. So it's the Hellkite's turn. He is going to roll to see if he gets his breath weapon back. I don't know why this dragon's a man. He does not, so he's just going to take a good old bite out of you, Nirikov. Yeah. 13 does not hit. You see he, like, makes a chomp sound at you. But one of the ropes, one of the handlers, like, pulls it back just in enough time that you are saved. That turns to you. Nirikov is going to look at the dragon and say, I am very disappointed in you. The dragon fails a wisdom saving throw. Psychic damage. The dragon sheds a single lava tear. So then Nirikov is going to walk to the bar and he's going to ask the bartender, Sir, can I have a bottle of your vodka? At this rate... You can have the whole bar. He hands you a bottle. He's very stressed. He's going to throw like a, a silver on the counter. Thank you very much. Much appreciated. Yeah, the bartender tucks back under the bar. Good move, my dear sir. <laughs> then Nirkov's going to look back at Cinder. He's going to toast the bottle and say, you coming? And then start walking out the door. Cinder, you see your unseen servant comes back up the steps holding a tray with a, another martini on it. Sweet. Um, take a set. We are officially out of initiative. Welcome. You trust the dragon is being subdued. You know, they're making their progress towards it. They're used to working with this creature. And you have your quarry. Okay, as I walk out, I'm going to yell to Trixie. Be like, hey, Trixie, just throw it on my tab. I'll get you later. You're good for it. She's still chewing gum erratically. Zija, are you going to let go? That is the good question. I, I, I truly believe that it is important to get information out of this guy no matter what. That is the number one priority. So I see a, a helpful figure in Katarina who seems to be able to do that quite easily. So I do let go. So with my sharp fingernail on the side of his neck, I'm going to walk him out of the club and around the corner. I'm following closely. Yes. As we're walking, I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy one more time to make some thunder rumble. Because <laughs> I'm a dramatic little... Oh. All right. So we're going to go around the corner a ways. And he has to follow. And I assume you're all following her as well. Nirikov is following with a bottle of vodka in his hand. So once we kind of get around the corner, maybe like a few blocks away from the club where it's a little bit quieter... I'm going to push him against the wall, not too hard, but just enough that he knows who's in charge. And I've still got my sharp nail on the side of his neck. And I'm going to say, hello, I hear from a mutual friend that you have some information that we need. Uh, please don't hurt me. No, I, wh what do you, I don't know anything, really. I don't know nothing. Let me go, please. Ooh, now some good stuff. I don't know who told you any, I don't know anything. Who's, who said it? There's a liar. Liars. It's funny, because people who don't know anything generally don't feel the need to run. She has a point there. Please don't hurt me. You know, you could command him to speak. I'm going to take my spiky nail and just give him a little teeny tiny cut on the side of his neck. Can you roll an intimidation check? Booyah. That's a 21 intimidation. You intimidate him. He is very scared. He's like, fine, fine. Uh, it's in Warehouse 3B. I don't know nothing else. Really, I promise. I just signed the papers and closed my eyes. That's it. What's in Warehouse 3B? The, whatever the parcel is. I don't know. Shady folk didn't say. Just told me to look the other way. And they sent it to 3B. This has to do with the explosion? I don't know. Maybe. Who hired you? 
I just work at the docks. Sir, what guild are you a part of? None. I just work at the docks. <laughs> He's a poor, unaffiliated sap. Were you paid for this? Yes. Really well. So well that I've been coming here. Every night. It's ritzy. Coming here to find us or coming here to spend your money? To spend my money. I like it when they throw knives. That's an interesting quirk. I said everything I know, really. Please just let me go. I want to roll inside. You may. 13? It seems like he's telling the truth. He really looks out of his depth. Alright, stop toying with him. No point. Let's go. I'm loving this brand of fear he's got going on, though. I agree with the shiny woman. I think he's telling the truth and we should let him go. Before we let you go, I think we need to be compensated for the trouble that you caused back there at the club. He, like, shakily, like, there's coins falling out of the bag as he just, like, tries to give it to you and just drops it. Then I think with a final parting little, like, I'm gonna let him go. He sprints. Now, was the money part really necessary? He looked like the type of person that needed it. I'm a businesswoman. This cut into the time that I could have been using with other clients, so yes, I do think it was necessary. And I'm going to gather up the money, and also, uh, I am going to cast Mending to fix my pantsuit from the fire damage. (laughs) You immaculately fix up your pantsuit. Protect the pantsuit at all costs. And you find 50 gold in the pouch. Wow. They paid him quite well, and he'd been coming here for a few nights. What was your name again? Katerina Novakevna. Katarina, I feel like I know you. Your face is familiar. You may not know me, but you might know my work. So how did you all get wrapped up in this business tonight? I know why I'm here, but I'm confused why anyone else is involved. Would you like to go first? You seem to like to do that. I would like to know a little bit more about the people that I'll be playing with before we continue for the evening. So, Mr. What is your (laughs) name? What was your name? Mirakov? He's going to lean against the brick. Is is it a brick wall? Can it be a brick wall? Oh, it's a brick wall. He's going to lean against the brick wall, swig from the bottle of vodka, and say, Yes, my name is Nirikov. I'm from the Silenzia Conclave. I look into anything that causes disruption. We like to be on the lookout, see what chaos is happening. Mitigate it. Because chaos ain't no good. So what were you told about the meeting tonight? From your raven to your house. Yes. My raven. He was quite cute. You know what? I have the note on me. Hold on. He's gonna pull out the piece of paper. (laughs) This is what it says. Curious going on these days, wouldn't you say? You're not alone in wondering what happened to that poor tinkerer's shop last night, you know. There are many parties outside of the Silenzia Conclave that are interested in the going-ons of other guilds. All in the best interests of Ravnica, of course. Should you want to find out what really caused the explosion, I have a reservation at the Hellkite Club tonight. I don't like to be kept waiting, even though you did keep him waiting, Katarina, but you know, here we are. I keep a busy schedule. It's in the best interest of the rest of the city that I did what I did. So why are you here? I just want to find out information for my guild. So I'm going to turn to Zizia and say, okay, so the big guy clearly doesn't have any vested interest in what's going on here. So why are you here tonight? I have my back kind of turned on this entire conversation. I will say the 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 part about controlling chaos did pique my interest, and I kind of look back at the Minotaur. But I look back at Katarina, and I just uh, simply say, justice, and that is all. I feel we should just get walking toward this warehouse to get this done sooner. And I'm assuming the chalice doesn't care at all. Oh, no. It was just some guy that sent me a letter. I was just... Figuring out what's going on. I mean, I've done I've done crazier things after shows, so there's nothing. I don't want to know. Fantastic. Well, since then, it sounds like it is only my reputation on the line. I think we should get moving. So going to start, I don't know, walking towards Warehouse 3B. Yes, as good citizens of Ravnica, you would all know that the warehouse is in the Wayport, which is in the 6th Precinct, which is conveniently just to the south of where you are right now. Oh, I think I've played there before. You follow Tin Street down towards Precinct 6. Gradually, the path begins to slope downwards until you come to a large set of stairs with a steam elevator next to it for hauling up freight from the docks. It looks like it's currently not operational. I am going to cast Cure Wounds because I'm kind of in a bad place. Would Nirakov be slightly familiar with this area? Definitely around the Hellkite Club, that's like your vibe. But as you're going towards the warehouses, I wouldn't say it's like your place specifically. Okay. 
Does anyone know where this warehouse is exactly? So you would know that the, the warehouses are all kept in like a grid in a place called the Wayport, which is just like down the stairs. That's all. I wasn't sure if you guys wanted to try and fix the elevator or not. This does not matter. The elevator broke and we take stairs. I can see if my unseen servant can fix it, but I have no scales. Make an investigation check. Yeah, no, it's not happening. No, not it. The unseen servant like breaks one of the levers off and just drops it. <laughs> and then you hear someone like walking away. It's the unseen it's the, servant. <laughs> the funny part is nobody else can see this. Like you guys can't see my unseen servant. You have very strange powers. I take stairs. You're at the Wayport. It's a network of bridges of all shapes and sizes that connect the large stone pillar to the surrounding city. Below you, stairs and roads descend into the mossy undergrowth of the Undercity, and above stands Kamen Fortress, the Boros Barracks in the 4th Precinct. They cast an imperial shadow over the grid of warehouses. So it makes sense. You can see the first warehouse is labeled 1A, right? So, like, it's not hard to find 3B from where you're going. How would you all like to proceed? Uh, I would like to just continue walking, but catch up to Katarina, who is clearly in the lead, and say, so what do you mean your reputation is on the line? I was visiting Rebo earlier in the night before the explosion for an unrelated incident. He was late on his payments, and so I had gone to remind him of why we had provided our services in the first place. I was later informed that some people find it suspicious that I had visited the same night of the explosion. And if some other people in my organization were to find out, it could look bad, not only for the organization, but also for me. And even worse than that, if they were to think that I were to blame, then I wouldn't get paid. No more tracksuits. Handsuits. How dare you? So is that your entire incentive? Money? What greater incentive is there? Love, nature, beauty... Voices and actions working together to create a beautiful tapestry of life. I find it very amusing when people like you hide behind cowardice and call it morality. As I said before, I am a businesswoman. And I like perceive around the warehouse what's going on. Yes, you may. I would like to note Nirakov is stunned. Yeah, rightfully so. That was a righteous burn. Holy shit. He drinks more vodka. Yeah, you should. Shout out to the Tapestry of Life, though. Stolen right from the Selesnia little yes. blurb. <laughs> Inspiration for you, Rachel. Yay! <laughs> All right, so, yes, make your perception check as you make your way through the warehouses. While they were talking, I would like to fall back and talk to Cinder for a second. I'm having a, I'm having a hard time coming up with the words, uh... Cinder, I, I will never talk to someone like you and probably never again in my life, but uh, in this weird situation, I just want to ask a little question. Are, are there people in your guild, like blood witches, that are actually good? Like, Are there good people, like truly good people? I mean, we're all kind of a little messed up, I feel like. We all come from some dark backgrounds, have some dark tendencies. I didn't expect much more then. Well, thank you for that. And then I just kind of walk very uh, awkwardly out of it. Clunk, clank, clank, clunk. Yeah, clank, 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 clank. What's your perception, Elisa? Booty. Nine. There are some warehouses. You get a little bit confused for a second about whether it's like the letters go this way and the numbers go this way, but you find your way. Eventually, you are in front of warehouse 3B. I was trying to perceive, like, once we get to the warehouse, like, what's happening? What's the sitch? Yes. So there's what a door. Is the sitch? Does it slide? Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So they're like barn doors, basically. But there's like a weird lock contraption on it. I would like to investigate it if I could tell if the lock is affiliated with someone, perchance. Maybe a marking in it. All right. Do your investigation. Ten. There's no obvious insignias on it. You know what? This lock does not matter. <laughs> He's gonna try and break it. Give me a strength check. That'll be a 10. You maim the shit out of this lock, but somehow the metal is stretchy. It looks really bad, but it's still somehow holding the door together. I love all the chaos you're bringing to this, but just give me a second. Can I try and pick the lock? Yes, you, you can try. It's a little harder now that it's warped, but give it a shot. I noticed. So is it, what is that, slate of hand? Yes. Okay, so I got 24. Oh my gosh. Just like you play the cello, you play the lock. <laughs> and it clicks open. 
it sort of makes a weird because it's like warped as shit but it comes free i just look back and just say finger dexterity is key would you like to open the door yes all right it slides open surprise and you find an empty warehouse save for one crate in the center of the room there's a faint hum coming from the crate would you like to approach it i will indeed i will indeed approach the crate as you approach the crate you hear a voice behind you from the darkness that's far enough who goes there and a figure in a black hood comes forward with four guards, one dressed as um, a member of the Azorius Guild, one is a Boros soldier, one is a Selesnian archer, and one is dressed in the blue and red fineries of the Izzet League and carries like a, imagine like a bronze leaf blower. Oh, oh. That is not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> she speaks. She puts down her hood. When I'd heard Davith had been shaken down, I didn't think it would be this motley crew. Although it did have some Boros stench on it. Either way, the boss is going to have so many questions for you all. I suggest you throw down your weapons and come with me. And I need you all to make a wisdom saving throw as she casts Mass Suggestion. Whoa, this is powerful shit. Oh my god. Oh, it hurts. Yes. 16. Oh. 7. 13. 16 as well. Oh, nice. Do I know the archer? I was hoping one of you would ask. Roll a history check. Six. <laughs> this is not my game. She must be from a different Vernadi. She's not familiar to you. So the DC was a 16. So congratulations to Cinder and Zija for passing. This does mean that the other two of you Crap. lower your weapons for just a moment. I need everyone to roll initiative. I'm gonna die! Initiative! I'm gonna die so hard. And I was just liking Katarina, too. I know. What a tragedy. Oh, fuck. I have to roll initiative, too. This is terrible. What do we got? 20 through 25. I got 22. 15 through 20. 19. 10 through 15. 11. I think I got a 10. All right. And then they both rolled really terribly on initiative. Yay. So I'm doing it as in, like, the main bitch and then all the minions as one. She looks dope as hell. She's got like a dark hair pulled up in a high pony like ballerina bun, a dark bold lip, and her eyes, you notice when she casts the suggestion spell, they glow blue, and Cinder and Zizia can give me a perception check because they're also not affected by the spell, so they have their eyeballs with them. But is she wearing a pantsuit? You don't see. Under the cloak, you do see a very nice trouser. You're not sure what the top layer is. Oh, it is on. 16. You notice that around her neck, sitting outside of the cloak, there is another faint blue glow that matches her eyes, and a medallion levitates ever so slightly when she casts the spell. You also see the same milky blue color in the eyes of the four people that are working with her. So the way that this is going to work is that because the wording of suggestion basically says like once they take damage, the spell will end... So we're going to get a surprise round. We're going to go in initiative order, but basically it means that Nirakov and Katarina won't act this round, but they'll start in the next one if they take damage this time. Word. So Cinder kicks it off. You get the jump somehow. You're wise to these tricks. I kind of want to do something weird here, I think. Can I cast Firebolt at the amulet? It's going to be a disadvantage, but you can try. Come on. 22. Holy shit. Wow. Yes, roll some damage. Hey, what do you roll for Firebolt? Do you know off the top of your head? Firebolt? Yeah. 2d10. Uh, I think 2d10. 2d's. Not the three, though. Not the three. I know, that's 11. That's a long way away. You gotta hold on to what we got. It doesn't no. make a difference if we make it or not. No. We got, we each, got other. each other. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. this is a Bon Jovi free zone. Okay, it's six. Six. It's close. It's not enough, but it's close. It's somehow a very hardy amulet. But you do hit her square in the chest. She, like, has to pat herself off a bit. And she, like, glares at you, knowing that you know the secret now. <laughs> and she's upsetting spaghetti about it. All right, skipping Katarina, Zizia, it's your go. 
I am completely outraged that a Boros guild member could possibly be in league with someone, but I, I trust Boros above all, so I unsheath steel heart and I go and I, I charge and I attack this woman with the necklace. Alright, cool, make your attack. Steel heart like steel heart, steel heart? I pull out a novel out of my <laughs> Nerd. and I smack the pages against her face. Read a book. And thanks to the power of Brandon Sanderson, she dies immediately. Ooh, okay. So, uh, with my extra attack, the first one was a 17. Level hit. Second one was a natural 20. Oh, yeah, do it up. I probably say something like, Steelheart, guide me. And then oh, uh, almost in a Soul Calibur-esque way as the blade. What a nerd. That is 28. And I will end there. Nirokov, you stand there. Shooketh. Now it is her turn. You see, she tosses off her cloak because now she's angry. Is she wearing a pantsuit? She has a fierce blazer on. Oh, boy. My nemesis. I know. And she turns to you, Zizia, and she says, That was not very nice. Why don't you come play for me? And she will cast Dominate Person on you. That's my move. So allow me to beguile you. Make the wisdom saving throw. Oh, I got a 13. I'm probably beguiled. Oh, you're quite beguiled. She's going to issue a general command to you, Zizia, which you will take on your next turn. And she's going to point at Cinder and say, take care of that one. She lost her accent. Whatever. And now it's time for all the minions. Nirokov, you're going to get attacked. First off, the is it man with the <laughs> leaf blower? <laughs> you see it's actually a flamethrower. Right. Everybody do another dexterity saving throw. What? Dirty 20. Oh, spicy. Really? I don't want that. Yeah, as you see a gout of flame. Oh, no. Yeah, what'd you roll? Uh, a natural one. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not. Cinder? It's 11. Then you both will take... 10 fire damage. As you see, this little man just flamethrowers. It's a big line of fire. Bad news bears. This is just tricky because I didn't take damage. I'm still blank. Don't worry. You're going to get hit. Right. Yeah, your Selesnian compatriot is going to fire an arrow at you. I'm (sighs) sorry. I know. (laughs) Whoopsie. Well, that's a seven. She can't hit you. Something about it. Something about your... Your majesty. I'm a seven foot, 250 pound target, and it just dinks off the She's armor. She's shooting like a stormtrooper. All right, so then the Azorius soldier is going to run up and also try and take a crack at you. He rolls a three. That next one will hit. Four. Four slashing damage. Dink. The Boros man is going to take a swing on Katarina. I won't be able to that's a five so that's not gonna oh, work that's two fives he misses on both of his attacks what's wrong with these people it's so hard to find good help you hear the woman say she degenerates also into a russian accent it's very confusing and that's my turn all right so now it's up to you cinder i'm gonna try another fireball at that amulet i want to break that so 19 crush this necklace Ooh, 14. Oh, wow. Very nice. I'll even say you smash the necklace and also do some damage to her as well. In a moment, in a flash of like a very nice pastel blue light, the necklace breaks and you see all of the cloudiness recede from all of the other people who are holding weapons and they're like, "Eh, where am I? They say, Katarina, it's up to you. Okay, I'm going to grab her face to, like, sink my nails kind of into her cheek slash jaw area. And then if it works, I will say something super cool. I think that's a grapple. You have to make a strength check. That's pretty unfortunate. An 11? Oh, let's see. Must be the money. I rolled an 18. So she, like, does a sick matrix dodge out of the way of your claw. I'm still going to say, as she's dodging out of the way, I say, no one gets to wear pantsuits but me. Zizia, what's up? You are no longer dominated. Good. Yes, my, my mind is clear now. I know that she did this to me, though, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm enraged. Zizia does not like that at all. She is like, you mess with me and Steelheart, I go back and slash at her more. Roll some attacks. You got it. 
Here we go. Must be the money. Well, the first one's an eight. That will be it. The next one's a 16. That will be it. Yes. All right. That will be a total of 13 slashing damage. She is hanging on by a thread. In that case, I will use my action surge to try to swing one more time. There it is. I did it. Fuck, 14. Okay. Yeah, that's not that's not nicey, boys. Nirakov? He's going to kind of doink out of this weird phase and see everybody else that is also, like, weirdly groggy. And in a split second, he's going to realize that this person is the bad one. And he's going to grab his great axe. He's going to charge... Not quite raging, oh, but like, on. he's you close. Wanna. You know you wanna. And he's gonna swing his great axe at her. 18. That will hit. How would you like to do this? Wait, no, 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 no. We need information. As I'm watching you swing, I'm like, leave her alive. Leave her alive. We need information. And listening to that, Nirakov on a pivot with the gracefulness of a ballerina is going to change trajectory. Wow. And go from lethal to non-lethal, but it's gonna hurt. Oh, I guess I have to narrate this, don't I? Yeah, um, you do a wonderful somehow pirouette. You were like going full swing. You miss, quote unquote, but you do like a nice spin maneuver and then you just hit her with the butt of your axe and she uh, becomes incapacitated. Yet she still draws breath. Welcome out of combat, my good friends. There is a plethora of confused people around you and a humming box. I think Nirankov would go directly to his Silenzia counterpart and grab them by the hands and say, My dear comrade, are you okay? Where am I? She's like a, a blonde elf woman, very tan, long pointy ears. Who, who are you? Comrade, where are, where are we? We are in the warehouse district. You were under control. I think you should go back to your Vernandi, speak to the Voda, have them heal you, and hopefully find you a path of light through this trauma. Thank you so much, comrade. bless Yeah, she kisses you. Very European. <laughs> very, very European. Very strange. I will in turn run up to my Boros uh, Legion. Can I tell rank-wise if this person outranks me or I outrank them? They look like a new recruit, someone who was like literally on guard duty and then was suddenly not on guard duty. I run up, put my hand on his shoulder and say, Soldier, are you all right? Oh, good, good. Commander Nodov, I, I, I'm so, I don't wear... You were under control by some evil person. I, I'm glad to see that you are all right, though. Thank you. Uh, you saved me. I indeed did, yes, but uh, that is not Can important you do right a now. deception check? <laughs> I did save you. <laughs> do you believe what you're saying? I don't believe what I'm saying, honestly. I need you to make a deception check. Unless is she so... Nah, nah, I don't think she's that far up her own ass. Maybe she is, though. Nah. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, charisma checks. 12? I rolled an 18. Yeah, that's not going to happen. He looks at you confused for a minute. Like, why would you lie about that? And then either way, he's like, he just shakes out of it. He's like, must be confused. Like he's still dreaming or something. He's like, my, my head really hurts. Come in. I, if I may, take leave and go to go the barracks. Go back to the barracks, rest, report anything you remember about this. Okay. And he just like, kind of like, takes a couple steps, looks behind him and then shuffles on out. Did you completely destroy the amulet? Like, was it disintegrated or is it in pieces? I would say it's charred, broken, unrecognizable pieces. Can I say while you guys are talking to your people, I want to be in the background tying this chick up who's like incapacitated, like we're about to torture her for information. Just make a fun dexterity check for me. 23. You're like a boy scout with those knots. Yeah, she's not making it out of that. It's, it's like very intricate, like BDSM style rope knottery. I want to walk over to you and kind of pat you on the cheek and be like, thanks for your help. And then as soon as she's all tied up, then I'm going to grab her face. <laughs> grab her by the so face. She can't get away. Do I have to roll something or I just get it? You can just grab oh, her. It's great. okay. She's unconscious. Straight grandmother pinch. Would this wake her up when I like... She stirs. Oh, damn it. I wish you would have killed me. 
Thank you so much for joining us tonight. What is it that you wanted from us exactly? I heard that there was a ragtag group of idiots coming down to mess with our shipments. Mess with your shipments here in the warehouse? Yes. Where else do you get shipments? Is this your only warehouse or do you have all of the warehouses? Oh, we just have the one, really. We're a pretty grassroots organization. Great. What's in the box? Apples. Total BS. Damn, she's good. I'm going to slap her and then grab the other side of her face. (laughs) And I'm going to say, why don't we try that again? What's in the box? Why don't you open the box and you will find out? She spits on you. Mm, I'm going to kind of wipe it off. I'm going to ask Tinder. Hey, you, pick her up and we're going to carry her over to the box. I'm I'm not that strong. I don't... I'll try. Sure you are, big guy. Come on. I'll get her. Nyarkov's going to take her completely by himself. This didn't really seem like your scene, Mr. Flower Child. Torture looks good on you. When you control the minds of others, you lose a little bit of control yourself. We'll see. We'll see. You're at the box. The box is humming just like it was before. And Nirakov is cradling her like a child. Like a baby. A wee babe. I would like to cast command again at this lady. If it works, then we can untie her. Just throw her into the box and break the box. She's not talking anyways. On that note, I will be joining the uh, group of uh, torturees over here. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I was trying to ignore this situation for too long. Um, somebody mentioned using a human being as an opening object. Yeah, I was just saying let's throw her down on this and break it open. We don't need her anymore. N- there is no justification in that whatsoever. We should not do that. Humans are not used to open wood. You open it with your hands, right? So technically they are. But you don't use somebody else's hands. Maybe you don't use someone else's hands. Would you rather open the box? Go for it. I would indeed. I open the box. You open the box, and sitting inside, there's a pile of straw, and sitting on top of it, there is a clear crystal about the size of an apple that hums and glows with a faint light. In that moment, you also hear on your spy murmur, How's it going there, guys? It's been a minute. I'm cradling a woman who tried to kill us, controlled our comrades, and now we're looking at a crystal that looks like an apple. It's quite beautiful. Lovely. I should come see. And then you see a doorway opens up in space. And Slip walks out. This time he's wearing a tracksuit. And closes it behind him, and then the door vanishes. That was a cool trick. Thank you. I have a couple. So this is what we have. The woman and the apple stone. Hmm. No, I was not aware that there would be any real violence tonight. I heard about what you did with Davith, though. Poor guy. He really had it coming, if you ask me. He was sort of a racist. But you couldn't have known that just from looking at him. Oh, I was actually expecting more bodies when you said the woman tried to kill you, but... the. Did you take care of them all already? No, they were our comrades. They were under her mind control. We let them go. They're going back home. They're safe. We do not leave a trail of dead unless absolutely necessary. I like that about you. Very clean. Hmm. It's strange, though, to see a mind mage here. Perhaps it is more large-scale than I had thought. Alright, well... At the very least, I have what we came for, yes, and we should take this back to the people that want the egg. It's an apple stone, whatever. He reaches for the stone. No, 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 absolutely not. Are you, like, reaching for it? Yeah, it's my stone. Absolutely not. Okay, so I'm gonna, like, come and, like, grab you by the front of your tracksuit. So I'm gonna say, listen up, you little skiv. So far tonight, you have sent us to a bunch of people that don't know jack shit about what is going on here. You promised us we would get answers from your little buddy with the salt and pepper hair, and it turns out he was just an expendable dock worker. And then you sent us here with a bunch of mind-controlled red shirts. So I would like you to tell us right now exactly what this stone is and what this information that you have is that you think is going to exonerate me or we are going to walk. She's serious. She's touching velour. What did you call me? You need to unhand me. You forget that I have the power here. 
But I do suppose you're owed some semblance of information. It is regrettable about Davith, you know, but he did have the information you were looking for. He led you here, did he not? That's all he was good for, really. What, it was a shipment coming in, right, and so... He led you here, then you found the crystal. No, the other woman, that was a surprise to me. I had no idea that they would be following you. You must have made quite a ruckus to attract their attention. If you knew this was here all along, why did we have to come and retrieve it for you? I don't have boots on the ground, you know. I need some skilled adventurers, like yourselves. And besides, a favor for a favor, you know. Now the slate is clean. I know you didn't do the Rebo thing. How is it that you have the power here? Because we could just walk away from this whole scenario. If you do anything bad to me, none of you will see the light of day ever again. I am not a sole operative here. Made man, huh? I don't understand how I'm implicated in the explosion. No, you're fine. You're in it. You, uh, you seem okay to me somehow. I don't know. I don't. You've done nothing bad to me, but you also want nothing bad from me. So. Eh, people say I'm charming. But know that I could make you disappear if I had to. No offense. Either way, I could sit here and explain all of the droll dealings. But I'm afraid none of you would really remember it in the morning. So, with any luck... You'll never see me again. And if you do, you won't remember a thing. And he snaps his fingers. And you all wake up in your respective beds, having had what you believe to be one of the strangest dreams you've ever had. There are witnesses. Craig. Craig is the witness. Craig is a chronic swallower. (laughs) Craig can hear it all. (laughs) That sounds so bad. I have a couple things in common with Craig. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good night. This was fun. And that's on the video. I'll see you next week. This is is fun. Um, I'm sweating. (laughs) I have to take off my sweater. (laughs) Thank you guys for tuning in. Oh, my word.